Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about feminine energy flirting tips and beauty tips. And I'm excited for this one because it was requested when I did a Q&A on my story a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, asking for you all to send me topics that you want me to cover. And so this one and last week's episode were like the top two that people were voting on. And originally, last week's episode had the highest votes. But then as the 24 hours was getting up on my stories, this one actually ended up with the highest votes. So I was like, shoot, now I've recorded the other one, but this one ended up with the most votes. So I couldn't wait to get this one out there because clearly a lot of you wanted to hear it. So let's get right into it, shall we? First things first, this one is probably very bare minimum, surface level type stuff, but I just think it's so easy. The easiest possible tip, if you are starting out with this whole like wanting to channel your feminine energy, I want you to think like your biggest 
feminine energy inspo, whether it be a character from a movie or TV show, a celebrity or an influencer, or someone that you even know personally. It doesn't matter, whoever it might be. And I want you to almost be like asking yourself, what would she do? So for me personally, for example, my biggest feminine inspos growing up were Summer Roberts from the OC, which is so funny because everyone knows how much I love the OC, but I launched my brand Vixen the Label a year ago or so. And then when I was rewatching the OC not long after, there's the whole Chrismica episode where Summer channels Little Miss Vixen and she gets all dressed up in the cartoon character costume. And I was like, oh my god, I have always loved Summer. And she was the original Little Miss Vixen. And I have a brand Vixen the label. Like it was totally not intentional whatsoever. It did not cross my mind at all. But I was like, holy shit, that is so on point. And aside from Summer, I always loved Blair Waldorf from Gossip Girl, Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill. I feel like the three of them give the same energy, like Summer, Blair, and Brooke. They're always like that short, spicy, sassy brunette. (laughs) Um, And then as far as just regular like people celebrities, I loved Cher, Christina Aguilera, Audrey Hepburn. Oh my God, absolute favorite. And Victoria Beckham. And all of these women were super, super feminine, very highly feminine. So imagine being like, what would Summer do? Or what would Cher do? Or what would Audrey Hepburn do? Now that's not to say, don't be yourself. Of course you need to be yourself. That's like the rule of thumb for life in general. But having that mindset or asking that question almost gives you like a foundation to start with. Maybe a little bit like a guideline or a blueprint. If you really struggle to get into that mindset of showing up as a highly feminine woman. Because I know a lot of you girls are young or have always been hyper independent and super masculine. And you're like, I really want to embody more feminine energy. And I want that confidence, but I don't know how to start or where to start. Think about... Anyone that really truly inspires you in that way and just try to really channel that foundation and it gives you a pretty good starting point. And you know what I notice about all of these women, something that they all have in common, whether it be their characters on the TV show or like I said, the women in real life, they always date masculine men. They have men going above and beyond just to get a date with them. They are not dating men who need women to plan dates and who want women to send them flowers. Like These men will do anything to get a chance with these women, the ones that I mentioned. And of course, there's hundreds of examples. But one of my personal favorites is when Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello, who are now married, by the way, when they first started dating, she was previously married. And then she got divorced, but it was really low-key. It had not hit the press yet at all. And immediately following the filing of their divorce, Joe knew that he wanted to take her out. 
And so he reached out to her, whether he called her or texted her and said, I want to take you to dinner. And she was like, oh, well, I'm in New Orleans filming a movie. I'm going to be here for, I don't know, maybe a month or so, two months. She said, I would love to get dinner with you. We'll have to wait till I come back. Keep in mind, they had not dated prior. I don't know how he really knew her. I don't know if he just knew her from afar or if they had met a couple times, but they had not dated. She was married. And he said, fuck no. I am not waiting for you to come back because as soon as people know that you're single, as soon as men know that you're back on the market, they are going to swarm. So what did he do? He flew out to where she was filming and he took her out and they have been together ever since and they got married. And there, you could Google this or find this on TikTok. I've seen him talking about it in interviews where he was like, when my wife became single, I said, I am not letting anyone find out that you're single. I am swooping you right up. And that's exactly what he did. He flew to wherever she was just so he could get a chance with her. Okay, that's the power of a masculine man pursuing a feminine woman. So one of my biggest tips always for really being in your feminine is to make sure that you date men or people with masculine energy only. You need to pay attention to this while you're dating and when you're vetting out potential partners. If he wants you to plan the dates or you to reach out to him first or you to pay for him and you to treat him, he's in his feminine energy. This has always been a non-negotiable for me because divine masculine energy in one partner will naturally bring out the divine feminine energy in another partner and trust me when I say you can tell simply by the way they speak like if you haven't heard from him and you bring up like oh I haven't heard from you or whatever He's going to turn around and say something like, well, the phone works both ways, so you could have called me. And that's a big no-no for me. Anytime that I've ever had a guy hit me with that, I'm like, oh my God, you could not possibly be more feminine right now. (laughs) And that is so unattractive to me. He's suggesting you do the chasing. He's like, I'm the prize. You do the work to pursue him. And listen, it's not to say that these are bad guys. There might be absolutely nothing wrong with them. They could be perfectly fine. But they are going to push you toward embracing your masculine energy rather than your feminine. So even if he's not a bad guy, he's simply not your guy. And that's okay. Like I said, there might be nothing wrong with him. He might be a perfectly fine guy, but he's not the guy for you. We are not desperate. We are not just taking any little thing we can get. We have to stick to what we want. So if we want to be in our feminine, then we know we have to date a man in his masculine. It's nothing personal, but that's just not you. And one of the biggest issues with this, and it's a very important issue is that there's going to be no balance or polarity in the relationship if you are both in your feminine. You're going to both want that princess treatment. You're going to both wait for the other to do certain things. For me, this is why in my romantic relationships, I believe that enforcing gender roles helps 
tremendously. Now keep in mind, I'm straight, I only date men, and I only date men that I'm compatible with. So they have the same desires, values, morals, and so on and so forth. I believe that knowing what role I play and knowing what role my partner plays keeps the energetic balance flowing naturally. And it is a shame because society and everyone online are on this mission to completely eliminate roles from our lives. But to me, at least in my relationships, there is no harmony without them. There's no harmony in romantic relationships without certain roles or without one person embodying one energy more and the other person embodying another energy more. The loss of polarity in a relationship to me is the loss of unity where we can complete each other rather than compete with each other. I don't want the anxiety of wondering who's going to be the one to make the plans or this or that. I don't want any anxiety around not knowing who takes care of what area and there are so many ways even in long-term relationships where you can enhance this and build even more polarity and more harmony when you go through certain stages of the relationship you know you're going from first meeting and casually dating to seriously dating then to living together then to being engaged then to being married so for every season there could be different things that you take on and what will happen is that that harmony will exist and then we will both feel safe in our role therefore completing each other this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around the weight of different stressors in life and no matter how big or small when we keep them bottled up it could start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself, or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist And you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. 
I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight, they roll down, they roll up, and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. When I mention competing with each other, what I mean is that I believe if we're both fighting for the same role for the sake of equality, there will eventually be resentment on someone's end, if not on both of you, due to a lack of clarity on your expectations in a partner, on what one person is meant to provide and what the other person is meant to provide and so on and so forth. Now you might be saying, but I know that's what I want in a partner. I know all of these things. I know all of that for a fact. I agree. I'm with you. I'm aligned. You're preaching. But how do I find that man? How do I make sure a man is in his masculine when I start talking to him? How could I be more feminine on dates and make sure they know that I want to really be embodied in my feminine. There's so many questions about where to find these guys, but you cannot operate from a scarcity mindset. And that's what you're doing. Oh, no guys are like that where I live. I can't find any masculine men or masculine men never date me or they never commit to me or, oh my God, I finally found this one masculine man. You're talking about him as if he's some rare fish and you're fishing in the ocean and you just got the most rare species of all and he's on your hook and you're reeling him in and reeling him in and reeling him in and then you get him to the boat and he flops off and falls back into the ocean and you're like, there goes my masculine man, he's gone. Like that is not the case here. There are many, many, many fish in the sea. Men with masculine energy are everywhere. And it doesn't mean rich or high earning multi-millionaire the way girls think online. A masculine man could also very much be a man who doesn't have everything, but will use whatever he's got to take care of you, provide for you, and protect you, okay? It's a mindset. Masculine energy is called energy for a reason. It's a mindset and it's an energy. It's a man who would be perfectly fine with you being a stay-at-home mom. And I've seen plenty of that happen in middle-class families, okay? Having a stay-at-home parent is not only for the top 1% of people, like it seems to be glamorized and romanticized as such online. It's also a man who is not afraid to just pick up the phone and call you a man who compliments you, a man who is more than willing to commit to you in every way and takes all the actions that can cost nothing but still prove to be an investment. An investment of his time, effort, energy. Because trust me, 
I know what it's like to date guys who will invest nothing. Men who are cheap and lazy. And yes, I'm still talking about time and effort and energy. So men of action, they're everywhere. I'm certain that you're not living in a city that's surrounded by only lazy men. Now, when it comes to dating men and vetting them out, of course, there's so many different factors that go into going on dates. But the three that I really want to talk about is one, flirting, two, embodying true confidence, and three, caring about your appearance. So firstly, flirting and embodying true confidence honestly go hand in hand because you need confidence to be able to effortlessly flirt because having confidence removes your fears. It removes the fear of saying or doing the wrong thing, embarrassing yourself, getting rejected, and so on. The more confident you are in yourself, you're able to be yourself genuinely without being afraid of scaring people off. Remember this, no matter what, you can never scare off the right people. Even in the absolute worst case, you could be totally drunk, having the night of your life, going crazy, being obnoxious, whatever, and the right guy for you will honestly find it hilarious and endearing. What do I always say? For the wrong people, you'll never be enough. You'll always be too much. And for the right people, they will never be able to get enough of you. So I'm talking in like the absolute worst case scenario. Say that you really were wasted off your ass. You still really can't blow it. So that's why you need to embody this true confidence because it's going to put you in the right mindset of really enjoying yourself and being comfortable with yourself in any stage, honestly. But anyway... When it comes to flirting with guys that you meet out or flirting with a guy that you're on a date with, remember that confidence is subtle. Confidence is not arrogance. It's not loud and screaming and needing the most attention from everyone in the room. Confidence is discreet things that you do that no one else does that makes you stand out. So the first step for this is all about body language and eye contact. Don't be afraid to make eye contact. Honestly, this goes for everyone that you speak to, not just the guys that you're flirting with. Make eyes, lock eyes, and hold it. So many of you are so uncomfortable that you'll never make eye contact with anybody. You get so awkward that you look away right away if someone catches you looking at them. But stop doing that. Stop looking away. Stop looking at the floor. Stop staring at your phone. I dare you to hold the eye contact, maintain it, and smile instead. Let them be the one to break it and look away. Keep your body language open and inviting. Don't stand there, like I said, with your phone in your hand, staring down at it. Keep the phone away. Put the phone in your bag. If you're sitting on a date and you're sitting together with someone, keep an arm on the table and don't be afraid to very gently touch hands or touch their arm. Just like a very light graze. And, you know, that's, of course, after feeling the vibe. Like, make sure that you 
can sense a good vibe there before you just go ahead and start touching people don't make it weird and don't be aggressive it could simply just be when you're you're laughing and you know when you laugh and just grab somebody's hand or whatever it might be just a quick little touch because you're laughing so hard simple things like that it's all about having a welcoming kind body language okay so if you're out and you're standing there with friends or whatever, make sure you're looking like someone who feels comfortable being where you are and look like you're someone who would want to be approached. Don't be that girl who's like, why does no one come up to me at the bar? But you stand there closed off with your resting bitch face on and you and your friends are standing in the corner, not looking friendly at all, whatever it might be. So really focus on your nonverbal communication, which is also known as your body language because your body language could speak louder than anything that you verbally say. But speaking about verbally saying, next up, compliment men. Complimenting is the easiest form of flirting. It's kind, it's honest. Quite frankly, I think it's completely innocent and it shows true confidence. Think about it. Men rarely ever get complimented. Men compliment women. Women compliment women. Women barely compliment men. And men never compliment men. Women are always hyping up their friends as soon as they walk in the room. Oh my god, bitch, you look amazing, whatever. And men really don't do that. Sup, bro? What's going on? That's how they greet each other. So... Giving a compliment is such a subtle way to flirt and show your confidence that, like I said, will have you standing out. And you should want that person to feel like you are attracted to them. It's a huge turn on. Don't be embarrassed. You don't have to say like, holy shit, you're sexy. Oh my God, you're so hot. Give me your number. Like I said, confidence is subtle. It's not arrogance and it's not being all loud and crazy. It could be as simple as just, I like your outfit or you smell so nice what cologne are you wearing or I love your hair it looks really nice or your watch is so nice do you collect watches and all of this will have you making an impact no matter how little it might be and lastly know what you like and don't be afraid to ask for it so if you're out and you want a drink know what you want Have a signature, whether that be an espresso martini, a cucumber gimlet, a dirty martini, a glass of Prosecco, a spicy margarita, whatever it is. Have a signature drink so when they ask you what you want to drink, you come prepared. Or if you're already with them, you're at dinner with them, again, get what you like. Know what you like. Don't be embarrassed. Don't feel weird. Don't feel awkward. Don't be like, oh, I'm just going to get a salad even though the lasagna looks great whatever it might be know what you want and get it because when you know what you like you're actually raising your consciousness because we do so many things subconsciously so many things without realizing but when you're really tapped into knowing I like this I like that I want this I want that you're raising that vibration and you're becoming much more aware and much more conscious So when you do that, you can control and become more aware of your energy. 
So now you're controlling your emotions, you're controlling your body language, you're controlling your facial expressions, you're controlling all different things because you're tapped into the energy of knowing yourself and knowing what you want. So when you can control that, you become more aware of your energy, your demeanor, your presence, everything. You're much more comfortable and you're much more relaxed when you're sure of yourself, what you want, and what you like. Again, this is all subtle confidence. And a huge tip around flirting is to expect nothing in return. That takes the pressure off of everything. If you can freely talk with everyone and flirt with everyone, and I'm saying like even non-romantically, you won't be so nervous. You won't be so anxious trying to flirt because then you're not flirting with just that one guy that you have your eye on hoping that in return he'll ask for your number or that he'll ask to take you out. You're putting so much pressure on yourself when you flirt with expectations of someone in return and now you have this fear of saying and doing the wrong thing and so on and so forth. Instead, when you go into it with confidence and you're just like, fuck it and you're super kind and talk to everyone and flirt with everyone, then you'll just have the mindset of like, eh, you win some, you lose some. But it doesn't matter because your only goal is to get yourself more confident and comfortable. So the whole goal here is based on you. Your goal is not only to go up to that one guy you think is cute and put your entire focus on him and your night, the you know the way that your night goes is going to be determined based on whether or not he asks for your number. How many times have you gone out and didn't meet somebody, there weren't a ton of great options of guys, you didn't hook up with anybody, you didn't get anybody's number, and then you're like, ugh, the night was a fail. Well, the night was only a fail because that was your one and only goal. You went into it putting so much pressure on yourself and flirting with expectations. But instead, when you make it all about you and wanting to build up your self-esteem and you're just going to flirt with everybody, you're going to have a successful night no matter what. Like I said, you'll be like, ah, you win some you lose them. So your focus is strictly on you just flirting with everybody and watch. You will become a magnet to literally everyone. So that's about the flirting and embodying confidence. But then the other thing that I mentioned is caring about your appearance. A lot of you girls definitely wanted some beauty tips. So let's get into that. Guess what? Caring about your appearance is not a bad thing. Everyone always makes it seem like being high maintenance is a bad thing. But think about what maintenance means. It quite literally means to take care of something. So you're going to try and tell me that caring a lot about something is negative or it's bad? No. Fuck no. Absolutely not. So when you care about the things that you invest into, like your hair, your skin, your nails, your makeup, cosmetics, your wardrobe, you feel better about them. Everything performs better. Does it make you high maintenance? Sure. Just like when your car needs an oil change or a car wash or washer fluid or a new tire. What do you do? You go take care of it at the maintenance shop. And then what happens? The car looks nicer. It looks better. It performs better. It's like one plus one equals two. I don't know how people consider maintenance to be a bad thing. It's a great thing. Be proud 
of how much TLC you invest into the things that make up your appearance. It's literally your face, your body, your hair, your whole physique. And that doesn't mean that you need to go full glam every day, everywhere you go. But watch how much better you feel about yourself, even just running errands and going out quickly when you get dressed in jeans rather than sweatpants. Or even wearing the most simple makeup routine. Or talk about simple, you'll feel so much better about yourself when you wash your hair. Or at the very least, make sure that it's slicked back in a sleek bun when your hair is getting to that dirty or oily stage. Don't let your hair hang down oily in your face. Slick it back. No one would know and it'll look so much better. So I wanted to share with you five of my favorite beauty products for an everyday look because these are the ones that I'm using, no joke, for years on a daily basis. Starting with number one, Elta MD SPF. Okay, so that's E-L-T-A-M-D. And this is the UV Daily Tinted Broad Spectrum SPF and it's SPF 40. So you're getting SPF and it's tinted and it's light coverage, but it's so, so, so pretty. Very light coverage, but it feels so good on the skin and it gives you a really nice glow and tint, especially in the summer when you do have a little bit of color. Oh my God, it's so, so good. I've been using this daily, summer, winter. I'm not kidding when I say every single day. For some reason, people think you only need SPF in the summer, but no, I use this in the winter as well. For probably about four years now, maybe five, I promise that is worth the investment and you will never want another SPF for your face again. So Elta MD, SPF 40, UV Daily Tinted Broad Spectrum. Number two is the Tula Filter Primer, which is a tinted, blurring, and moisturizing primer that no joke actually does feel like wearing a filter. It completely blurs out your pores. Trust me, you will be as obsessed as I am. I got it back in October of 2022, and I again, another product that I've probably used daily since then. And this is not an ad, but I did collab with them a while ago and I checked. I actually still have a 25% off discount code. I thought it might be expired, but seems to still work. So it's just my name, Victoria Alario. So you would go to Tula.com. That's T-U-L-A.com. You'll get the filter primer. It has four different shades. I personally use the shade Sunrise. It's for medium skin. And then when you check out, you'll put my first and last name. So V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-A-L-A-R-I-O. And you should get the discount. They have a lot of good products, but that one is by far my favorite for that no makeup makeup type of look. Number three, I'm obsessed with the Laura Mercier Pure Canvas Primer. I have the SPF one with no tint. I know that they have a lot of tinted moisturizers, but I mostly use this one when I'm doing more makeup over it, so I really don't need the tint, which will lead me to my fourth product because this, these are the two that I paired together. But something about this moisturizer just really gives your skin an amazing glow. I was doing a TikTok video once where I had started the video without it on, and then during the video while I'm speaking, I was applying it onto my face. And I think that I got thousands of comments 
none of which had anything to do with what I was talking about. They were all like, what is the moisturizer that you just put on? Because your entire face just completely transformed before our eyes. We just watched you go from nothing on your face at all, like just clean skin, to a completely glowing, like I don't know what what it is, but it's the pure canvas one and I feel like it treats your face literally like a canvas and makes it a work of art. So I highly recommend it because I think that's what gives me the most moisturized look of all things. So even though it's not tinted, the one that I use, it's still going to make your skin look absolutely flawless. Speaking of flawless, like I said, this leads me to my fourth product because this is the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter. This is absolutely chef's kiss. So this is the flawless filter, which it really is like a flawless filter, but it's different from the Tula Filter Primer because the Tula Filter Primer is more liquidy. That one kind of has more of a moisturizer feel or base. And this one is more makeup-y. So this one has more coverage. So the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter, I always apply over the Laura Mercier SPF, the pure canvas one that I just mentioned. And it feels like more than a moisturizer, but less than a foundation. So that's gonna give you a little bit more of a makeup look. It does have like a pretty nice coverage, but wow, it definitely has your skin looking flawless. So I definitely recommend all four of those products. Anytime that you're, you see me do a get ready with me video doing my makeup, I usually start off with the Laura Mercier moisturizer. Then I go on top of that with the Tula filter primer, the one that I gave you the 25% off discount with. And then I go over that with the Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter. So those three are always in my makeup routine. The Elta MD SPF that I mentioned first is just simply what I apply every morning as my SPF for the day and it, it's perfect. And lastly, number five is the Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balm. I am so addicted to this. Not only do I use it every day with my no makeup makeup look, but also with my full glam look. I have really started to not love a lipstick. I might add a little bit of lip liner underneath it but for the most part that is what you will always find on my lips it's the perfect lip balm that really does feel like a moisturizing chapstick but it also looks glam-ish it looks like a lip gloss and i use the color vanilla beige so these five are perfect for when you want that everyday simple easy like i said no makeup makeup look without needing foundation but with just having a little something to not feel so bare so you can feel good. And for hair, I really just recommend keeping up with a good consistent wash and blowout schedule, stick to the routine, and then for your in-between days when you aren't ready to wash yet but you're starting to get that like dirty hair look, get yourself a good dry shampoo and either a hairspray or a gel. You really won't need both and slick them back into a pony or a bun where you're gonna make a part down the middle and then instead of brushing your hair like up over your head, you brush it back along the sides of your head. So you put the pony right in the middle of your head. Pull it straight back. 
So it's not a low pony, but it's not a high pony either on top of your head, just straight back. It looks so clean. And aside from the everyday tips, I definitely suggest investing into your skin and getting once a month facials or every other month because that is a huge factor in what has completely changed the appearance of my skin, which ultimately boosted my self-esteem because there is nothing like struggling with your skin and feeling insecure about your literal face when you are having trouble with acne. When it comes to full glam, like going out at night on the weekends, whatever, my favorite makeup products are the Charlotte Tilbury Airbrush Foundation, the Dior Forever Skin Foundation, Kosas Concealer, Benefit Roller Lash Mascara, Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk Mascara, Makeup by Mario Bronzer, Laura Mercier Liquid Blush, and Dior Backstage Glow Highlighter Palette. And honestly, don't get so caught up in the makeup routine videos that you see on TikTok or even the hair. Just find a staple hair look and makeup look that works for you. I have been doing the same exact makeup routine for years. And even if I've ever switched up my makeup, like I've switched the concealer a couple times, I've switched the foundation a couple times, but the ones that I'm using now I've been using for a very long time. But even if you were to switch the actual product, I keep the same application exactly the same. I don't change the order of when I use products. I don't change how I apply the products. I use my certain brushes for certain things. I use my beauty blenders for certain things. I know some people do different brushes and blenders for different things. I just keep it simple. I do what I do even if it's wrong to other people because it's just what works for me. And it alleviates the stress and anxiety of trying something new because you already know this works and this looks good. So just stay consistent with what works for you and don't try to change it up. So that's signature drink, signature food, signature hair, signature makeup. Of course, you'll need a signature perfume. Having that signature scent is very important. My signature scents are Baccarat Rouge, Le Labo, Santel 33, and Maison Louis Marie number four. And honestly, that's really it. I wanted to keep it really simple for you girls, help you with some flirting tips, help you with some dating tips, and of course, like I said, some beauty tips. But that's all that we have for today. So thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 